Tonight's episode of Speak LA, the podcast is sponsored by Actors Connection. So before we start, one of the things that we most often hear from our listeners is that it's hard sometimes to find an agent. So if this is something that you are trying to do right now, we have an ultimate free agent guide at ispeakla.com. There's no shame in not having an agent, but we really want to help you get one. So go to ispeakla.com and grab your free agent guide now. Hello, Jen. Hey, Cam. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm really good. Me too. I'm excited. I, I, uh... I've really wanted for a long time to talk to Jamie. Me too. Yeah. Me too. She's incredible. She's she, been around forever. She's been around for a long time, but she's also, what I love about her is yeah. she's a casting director who's yeah. cast so many amazing shows like yeah. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, of course, Masters of Sex. Yes. One of my faves. Me too. Yeah. Um, she's also a teacher. Yeah. So she can talk in this she way She really knows where how to talk to yeah, actors. She combines the two different yeah. kind of sides of it that I think we're always wondering about. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a and good she one. Loves, I mean, she really loves actors. Oh, I think. That's very. A, that's a big thing. That's actually why her studio is called The Village. Right. You know, right. because it's, she's creating a tribe. Yeah. I, I love that thought. Yeah. The tribe. Tell me about you while we wait. What have you been doing? Give me something L.A. you've done recently. Well, I actually went and I saw the Book of Mormon oh, at the Amundsen oh, downtown. Oh, so good. It was amazing. It was so funny. such an L.A. experience. Yeah. You know, like you're sitting out there. But it's it's really funny because I was sitting there and I, I, I actually, the person that I was with, I was like, doesn't it feel like we're somewhere else? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no. It feels <laughs> like L.A. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I didn't know for years about the Amundsen? What? How is it spelled? Tell our listeners how it's spelled. Oh, God, I hope I spell it right. Okay. A-H. Yeah, but okay, that's all you need to. I always thought it was O-M-I or anyway. Amundsen Theater, classic L.A. Broadway theater. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. An amazing show. They were incredible. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. How old were you when you came to L.A.? 18. And where did you come from? Denver, Colorado. What was a day job that you had coming up in L.A.? While I was in college, uh, I worked at the School and Arts Supply Store at UCLA. <laughs> we called it nice. SAS, School and Arts Supply. Um, at what age did you get your first job in the entertainment industry? 21. Wow. Oh. What was that job? I uh, was a casting intern on um, a movie that ended up it was, I started the day after I graduated college. Wow. Oh I just gosh. knew this is what I wanted to do. And somehow this job came up and I graduated. And the next day I was driving to the Valley in the <gasps> summer with no AC in my car, um, <laughs> working 60 hours a week for no money. <laughs> and then worked on that movie for maybe a couple months and then it shut down. That was my first experience in the industry. I'm like, yay, it's great. I worked for free. The movie's not even happening. And I still want to do it. Classic L.A. story. Yeah. It is. If you had to sum up L.A. in one word, what would it be? Home. Home. You're the first person that said yeah. that. It's my home now. I've been here longer than I was in Denver, and I've created my home. And even though I don't have family in LA I've created my family and I mean I do have my child so he's my family but um this is my home now yeah perfect wow 
We'd like to welcome Jamie. I know. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be on this delightful podcast. We are too. We've been really excited about this because we know you have so many different perspectives. One as an amazing casting director, but also you you teach acting. So you have... Mm -hmm such a good insight into how you've worked on so many shows so so many shows um so we like to just start off with how did you get into casting did you always know I mean you said you just said well basically I came out uh for college to go to UCLA I was in the theater program Mm -hmm. and you know I came from a very small high school where I was the big fish yeah and then I got to college, and I wasn't, I was a little minnow. <laughs> and I found that I didn't love even having to audition for the shows at school. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't driven towards it. I ended up loving the behind the stage, you know, behind the curtain kind of stuff. I was, everyone's like, oh, you want, uh, someone needs to put gobos up there, send Jamie. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we need to build a set piece, send Jamie. I just love doing all that. I ended up being a stage manager, which is crazy to me because I'm so disorganized. <laughs> Don't know how I ever did that. Um, but, and then halfway through, you know, after two years in college, I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I, I'm a kind of, in some ways, a type A where I'm like, if I decide something, I've got to do it. So um, I thought, what is this whole casting thing about? Because I love actors. Mm-hmm. And I love that process. So I got an internship uh, my junior year, which I had to fight really hard for. They didn't want to give me credit for it. Um, but I fought. And uh, back then, you know, there's no internet, right? I'm old, guys. <laughs> um, and I had to, uh, I got the, you know, the little CD guide and just started going through and calling people and saying, Hey, I'm a call. You know, I'm at UCLA. I'm looking for an internship, and I finally got a call back from Tammy Billick. Oh, Tammy! I'll just always remember. <laughs> like every time I see her, I'm like, Tammy, it's because of you. <laughs> and she didn't have um, anything at the time, but uh, she's like, oh, but I know someone who's looking. Which uh, Vicky Rosenberg, may she rest in peace. Um, so that was my first job um, as a junior, and then, like I said, I started uh, when I graduated college the next day I was in a casting office wow yeah and so you when you got that first job you you liked it you were like this is it you immediately loved that's amazing there's two things about that story that I love so much one is that you were I I think so many actors are uh feel embarrassed or shame about admitting that maybe they don't want to act after all you know I think so many people we stay until we're like 30 35 and then finally we're like you know what I'm not so so I love that you like quickly made a decision and yeah and I never look back I mean it's not I'm not a bitter like yeah I couldn't do it so I'm gonna do something no I I love and appreciate actors so much yeah and I think it gives me a great perspective on the path I've taken Yeah. yeah you know because of my love of actors and, uh, yeah, I've never looked back. I, I mean, I, the only time I've performed, I've done this show called Mortified a couple times and I had to have a lot of liquid courage before getting <laughs> on that stage. It's like a one woman show that you do. It's no, there's this thing called Mortified, which is awesome. By the way, everyone should check it out. Yeah. People read from old journals or oh, things God. they've written from when they were teenagers. <laughs> That's actually making me It's mortified. Mortified. Right mortified. now, I feel my whole Wait, body Wait, kind of like a moth? That. Like the moth? Yeah, but, but, you do but it you're literally journal. reading from your journals, and it is 
brilliant. Yeah, I really need to go incredible. see this. And yeah. they do it at just like they do it at. Um, they've been doing it for like probably ten years now. They do it all over the country, all over the world. Um, but they now they've been doing it at Wonderland. Is it Wonderlust? Wonderland, the um, yoga studio place. Wander, oh, Wander, Wanderlust. Wanderlust. Yes. Wow. LA. Yeah. No, I <laughs> That's can, very. LA. I can absolutely guarantee nobody would want to hear anything I wrote in a oh journal. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. I would not want to. Share oh no. It's anybody. it's comedy. <laughs> I mean, you cringe and oh you giggle. It's, yeah, mine's pretty cringe worthy. But you know, the other thing, just to add yeah. on with what you, you yeah. said, is I, I also think LA is a place where you come to and you get thrown into opportunities that you might not have expected mm-hmm. to encounter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so you do, it, it is important to be open to be like, well, what do I enjoy more? And what do I enjoy more at a different moment in my life? Like, mm-hmm. right. It's funny because I, a lot of times, I'll ask my students if casting, or not casting, if acting was taken off, the table mm. for you completely. Yeah. What would you do? Yeah. And a lot of people, their eyes go wide and they just are like, <gasps> I'm like, what's your passion? Like what yeah. else? Yeah. And, and they really have to stop and think about mm-hmm. that. And yes, it's, it's hard to let go of something you love so much and you, but I think it's important to have something else or something that maybe doesn't make it your whole life. Sure. Even if you still continue acting, like find that other passion that you do on the side so that, you know, volunteering even or helping people because it, you know, I think with actors, it's so about you. Mm -hmm. You are the product. And so everything is about you. And I think it's very helpful to do something outside of it for other people because it makes you go, oh, yeah. I'm I'm doing something for someone else and it's not just about mm. me and myself and yeah. how I look and my yeah. reel and you know uh, pitching myself you know yeah, all of that yeah yeah um and I feel like that's when things start to happen too when you let it go <laughs> let it go but that's yeah. the hardest thing to do is to let it let I think, go I think maybe Anne said something about she that did, yeah and that was one of yeah. the quotes mm-hmm. I wanted I'm like yeah. I need to take that quote and yeah yeah, it, she said the second she let something go, she booked something. Right. Yeah, and right. She, and she also um, she she talked about developing yourself as a as a human being, as a person. One hundred. Which the volunteering, yeah, or giving back, is or is what saying. you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, we are multifaceted, and I think sometimes you forget that when you're just singularly pursuing. Yeah. And I think it's such a hard thing to do in LA because so many people are here to do something in the entertainment business and it's so easy to let it become all consuming. So you, you sort of have to find those other things. It's so insular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And you have to find not only other things outside of that, but also find your, and this is find your village. Yeah. Yeah, You have to, you need your support system. Mm -hmm. Is that why you call yeah. Well, there's many. Yeah, it it, <laughs> it stems from the village my own experience studio. of being becoming a parent and being a single mom and needing like finally. Village. I'm a very like I've been single my whole life. I mean, not my whole life, but you know, I've, I'm I've done everything for myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I decided to go on this journey to foster a child. 
I had to learn to ask for help. And I couldn't believe how many people came out of the woodwork to help me. And that was the biggest lesson I've learned. And I think it's something even as actors, you're, you're nervous to ask, oh, I don't want to like yeah. get, uh, but yeah. what if they say, and it's like, if you don't ask, nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you, how do you think you find um, that confidence to ask? Because I think for actors, a lot of that, that the actor fear is very real. And so do you have any, and and I'm sure also you probably see this in the room a lot when somebody comes in and they have that confidence with them. Right. Well, here's the one thing I always say, try to remember that the people you're going in for are also human. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We're not just casting directors. We have full lives. We have stuff going on in our lives. You may walk into a room and it's a very, very cold. Like I always hear, they were so cold. Yeah, mm. You have no idea what was going on for them. Yeah. They maybe hadn't had lunch. They were hangry. Right. Or <laughs> they had producers breathing down their necks about something. Or mm-hmm. they're, they just got a call from the school that their kid is sick and who's going to go pick them up. I mean, so I think knowing that we're all human. Yeah. And we're all trying to succeed. And, you know, I always say, like, remember, we want someone in the part. We're not against you when you walk in the room. I'm like, please be great Mm -hmm. because I would like to get this cast and go home. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Have a good dinner and a glass of wine. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, that's such a good thing. That's such a a good thing that I wish I had known when I was first here is how much the casting directors are rooting for you. And we hear that. Wait, I want to go back to your initial story because the second thing I wanted to say that I love that I just want to make sure you know, people listening really heard is that when you reached out to the casting director, that it wasn't the one you reached out to, but that she said, I have somebody else. And I just think that's, that's such an important thing to remember too, because you never know, like you said, Camille, like where the things are going to come from. Absolutely. Right. But you're just doing the, you're, you're putting it out there and then somebody's going to tell somebody else. Um, I'd love to ask you if there's any uh, moment in any, because you've seen obviously so many auditions over the years. Yes. Um, anything that stands out as that surprised you, whether positive well, or negative? Well, yeah. this is a fun story. Okay. Um, when I was an assistant, I was helping my, fr- my friend's brother was doing, was directing a small independent film and they wanted a casting director. And I'm like, well, I need the experience, so I'll do it for free. And it was a great script, really gritty, like teenagers. Um, and everyone came in to read for it. Like, I mean, people who are big now, James Franco, Milo Ventimiglia, like all these people that, and so I remember, but I was doing it on the weekends and we had had this long session one day and we were waiting for this last guy to come in. And he was like, he played young Hercules. They're like, he just came off of young Hercules. And I'm like, I've never seen it, whatever. <laughs> and then, but he was late and I was tired and I wanted to go home and I'm like, ugh. And so he finally shows up and he's got attitude. I was like, <laughs> oh. Oh, gosh. I'm like, I'm ready for you to get your work done and get on it. <laughs> and so I, I pre, I totally prejudged for sure. And then he came in and he auditioned and he was stunning. Hmm. And I realized he was in character. Wow. Um, 
he blew my mind. And we ended up, um, he signed a letter of intent for the film. And unfortunately, we never got financing, financing because that was Ryan Gosling. <gasps> no! Get out of here. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Wait, what was the character oh and how, how was he in character? And what, like, He was what? a kid in juvenile detention. Oh, okay. And it was. Interesting. Yeah. I don't quite remember the whole film, but like back, and that was a while ago. Um, like there were a lot of like teen movies that were coming out that were like kind of fluffy. Mm-hmm. And this was a movie that was so gritty and the parts were so, and, and that's something I appreciate about Ryan um, because he always chose, he always makes interesting choices with the projects mm-hmm. he does. Mm-hmm. And I developed a great relationship with his manager and every time, like, after that, a part would come up in something, and I, in India or whatever, I'm like, would he read this? And she, <laughs> she would always take it to him, which I always appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I brought him in for Gilmore Girls once, and I was like, you guys, <laughs> this guy, I, I'm telling you, he is. And it was like to play some football player. I think he came in because it was me, and he mm-hmm. was... Yeah. It so wasn't for him, mm-hmm. and I could tell he wasn't that into it. And they're mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, we don't get it, Jamie." I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right, that's fine. Wow. Oh God, I I love his his work is incredible. Yeah, that it really been, is. So what, he did the audition, and then afterwards he dropped it, and he was like, "Hi, how's it going?" And totally. That's, like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's and a I great just, story. Yeah, because I totally prejudged. I'm like. Ugh. We had a casting director, Anya O'Hare, who is the um, DreamWorks, uh, heads up DreamWorks at animation casting. And uh-huh. she, I, she said something that I thought was so interesting that I never thought about with casting directors, which is she said, my job is my taste. And like, just hearing you tell that story that like you, like in that room, in that Gilmore Girls room, and that you were like, this is my taste. Like, this is, this is what I think is good. Totally. Like, and, and it is clearly you have great taste, you know, because he's amazing. Um, yeah, but yeah, it is, it is about, I mean, I think if somebody's listening to this, that's interested in casting, it is kind of about having at least, I don't know if you'd say good taste or, um, you know, specific or. But you have yeah, to. Yeah, it's hard to put your finger. Yeah, on, right. But, but, and also knowing within the tone of what you're working on, what mm. fits. Because Gilmore Girls was very specific. Mm-hmm. But I'd meet actors. We'd meet actors. Um, my awesome partner Mara Casey, uh, when we were together on that, we'd meet actors for something else, or and we're like, oh, this person needs to be on the show because we know it's so Amy. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to love this person. And so we would just bring her people that are like, not for this part, Amy, but... And then, of course, some of those people she wrote in. Adam Brody. Um, really? Sean Gunn. He came on, and that's a story. He came on as a co-star in the very first episode we cast as the cable installer guy. Uh-huh. And then um, she... Then in the next episode, there was Swan Delivery Guy. Mm-hmm. And she she told us a story about how her dad used to put on, he was friends with, I think, the people on Give Me a Break. And they would just put different hats on him <laughs> every week. That was a TV show yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, probably Camille. three. Camille. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know, guys. <laughs> anyway, um, go on. And he would just put on different hats and be different people every week. And so oh. when this came up, we had a casting session. She didn't like anyone. She's like, I just can't get that kid Sean out of my head. I'm like... 
well, remember that story you told us about your dad? Why can't he like now the Swan delivery guy and he's just the guy in the (laughs) town because it was a town of different people that just did different jobs and cut to he was a series regular the second season. And he was amazing. Yeah. He's my kid's favorite part of the show. Oh, really? I mean, other than Lauren, of course. (laughs) Um, And Yannick. And everyone else. No, they just love him. I mean, he's such a fun, like, he just pops in in such a fun way. Yeah, Yeah. he's great. I never thought of it like that, though, that Mm. there's different kind of essences involved in casting. So, like, there's the, like, like you're saying, like, you have a specific style that you like when you see an actor. Absolutely. But then you're also dealing with the style of a show mm-hmm. right and then and because I'm always very like I'm always I want grounded you know and then people will come or the they want coaching for something for Disney and I'm like oh right I have yeah. to remember you do need to make it a little bigger it's it doesn't mean you can't be grounded but it has to have some oomph mm-hmm. and so you know you do have to adjust yeah you look at things do you uh, do you find with because I know you're a big theater fan as yes. well so um, I actually have a lot of students that always ask me about um, theater and, and film acting and, like, the bigness of it. Right. And I try to explain to them, like, what, like, like bigness and what that means. And I'm just curious. Well, it's, it's in terms of all the same. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. Yeah. It's, it's the screen you're performing for. Mm-hmm. So the theater screen is huge. Mm-hmm. You have to reach out to that hole, mm-hmm. you know, and a television screen is very small. So you have to adjust to it, but it's all the same. Yeah. It's the intention. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. That's a, great a good answer. Yeah. Um, I love to know just for actors that are going out on auditions, how to avoid the scams. Like when scams come up, what, what, you know, trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I've had people come in and go, I don't know, this was a weird thing. They wanted me to go do this. And I think trust your gut, do your research, mm-hmm. see who the production company is, if there is one. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, if you're going in for things that are not maybe through actors access and smaller projects, I would say just do your research first and, and know that you can say no if it doesn't feel mm-hmm. right. Because I feel like everyone always feels that they have to go on every single yeah. audition. And if something doesn't feel good, I would say don't go. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That. Trust your gut. Yeah. And don't let your um, sort of fear or actor like emotion override <laughs> what your gut is telling you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also doing your research. I think that's such great. I mean, you know, Perhaps somebody listening isn't in LA yet, and yet, and is thinking about coming here. And there's, I think that is a big yeah. um, question that you ask, Camille. Is people think about coming out here, and but you know they hear these terrible stories, and parents are thinking, "Is my kid going to be safe?" You know, and um, that maybe is a parent of a teenager that's planning to go out in a year or two. But I think there are ways to do research, certainly. Right, and also again, find other people who have been through it or Mm -hmm. are going through it and, you know, talk to people. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you know anything about this? Or have you heard of this place? Because there's a lot of like places that teach. I'm I'm air quoting. Yeah. (laughs) Teach. um, And again, figure out, like ask people, have you heard of this place? 
look yeah. online if there's Yelp reviews. Sometimes there's um, like, you know, the scam, there'll be, there's a, a site that lists like scammy type places. You can look that up. Mm. I found one that way. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, a, what's a mistake that you see new actors make, especially as a teacher? I would think maybe you. Um, or what's something great that's, that experienced actors do that you <coughs> wish new actors knew? Tr- trusting themselves. Mm. I mean, and I know it's hard. Um, and also not being present in the room. I always say, one of my little things is wipe your feet at the door, which we have so much going on outside of that audition room. Mm -hmm. You were driving, you know, it took you a half hour. It's summer, you're sweating, you couldn't find parking. And then you get up there and, you know, and then you have to put all that aside and walk in the room and just be there. And I think, and I, and I think the other thing is trying to please us, Hmm. trying to come in and, and perform. That's, that's a big thing that young actors, they come in wanting to perform for you. And it's not a performance. It's an interaction. It's, you know, you have someone to read against. It's not just, I'm here to show you what I can do. Yeah. Because if you're just performing, it feels like there's no depth to it. And, but a big thing is not trusting yourself, like not trusting that you're prepared enough because a lot of young actors will use their sides and have to look down all the time because they don't want to get that word yeah. wrong. And it's like, if you trust that you've done the work, and I know you've done the work, because mm. I can tell if someone's prepared or not, then this is another one of my things. Use your sides not as a security blanket, but as your insurance policy. Because mm-hmm. I think most people use them as security blanket. Like, it's right here. Yeah. I need to look down. I need to, you know, constantly. And it's right there, and you're holding it. Your insurance policy is like, you know, when you're driving, you put it in your glove box. Yeah. And not to say you don't, you don't hold your sides, but trust that yeah. it's there if you're getting in an accident, but you don't have to hold on so tight. Great. That's yeah. a great tip. Yeah, that yeah. that yeah. that was something I always struggled with. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I it was always something hard for me in terms of the amount of time I had to prepare. Right. I was prepared, but just having it there, I couldn't I just it was a habit I really I had know. to break. It's a big habit. Yeah. But to think of it like that puts some distance between it. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. I also think that's a you know, a good way to think about that maybe is to just really when you're practicing when you're rehearsing beforehand to not, you know, to get used to reading it through with whoever you're reading it through, whether it's yourself or, but without looking down at it, because that is, um, you know, making sure you're ready to go in. Yeah. And it's not about just memorization. Right. If you know where the scene's going and you know Mm -hmm. the beats of it, Mm -hmm. if you're listening most of the time, the answers are there for you. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're just listening rather than worrying about what you need to say, again, performing your lines mm-hmm. and not listening to the other person, it, it's not going to flow. Right. So, yeah. Do you have any tips for actors who don't have agents yet to how they can get seen? Um, well, I, I tell a lot of people, first, just start submitting yourself. 
Hmm. Um, there's a lot of great projects, and I know there's some that are shady, and you're not sure, but... <laughs> You know, you look at the grad, you know, thesis films at USC, UCLA. I've cast a lot of those. And I do it because I always promise myself someone helped me when I was in college. So I will help them. And one of them was nominated for an Academy Award for a short. And I mean, I didn't even do that much work on it. But I was like, oh, wow. And not to mention, you don't know coming up if like, for instance, because another question is, how do I get stuff for a reel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, if you, you can do some of these projects at these, you know, thesis films and you get great stuff and meeting those people, you don't know where they're going to end up. Right. If yeah. you meet them then, who knows? So that and it's, it's a hard thing without the agent, but just submitting yourself and going on auditions and just getting in the habit, it's like a workout, yeah. you know, so get your workouts in. And, you know, there are still workshops, places. Yeah. And yes. I know that's like a, you know, questionable thing. But I think, again, do your research and find yeah. the places that are reputable. And sometimes they'll have agent and manager nights. Yeah. You, you've got to be proactive. I've yeah. learned that in my own career. I kind of like, when I was doing Gilmore Girls, it ended, and I was kind of like, okay, well, someone's going to call me, right, for other jobs. And no. No, this whole you have business. To, you have to be yeah. proactive every day. Do one thing that's proactive for your career. Oh, I love that. Every day do one thing that's proactive. That's yeah. good. It's also nice, I think, to know that everyone in this industry has to be right. proactive. It's not just the actor. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Right. You know, I think I think we forget that. Yeah, a lot. What's the name of your school? I'd love to just uh, the village, the village acting studio. So is it thevillageactingstudio.com? Is it that, is okay. The yes. And what's the style? Well, it's of, all on camera, okay. and um, we started it. Uh, Caroline Leem and Christy Faison, who are also yeah. awesome casting people, <laughs> um, we joined forces. We all have the same thought towards actors. We have a love of actors and a nurturing kind of we just have the same vibe as far as how we deal with actors yeah and um so I think that it was a natural thing that the three of us got together and you know people say well it's you know casting directors teaching first of all when I'm teaching I'm a teacher first yeah and I I use what I've know I've learned from 25 or more years in the industry to that's what I bring to it because I have this knowledge of like I had this that didn't work in something I did before when I was casting this this thing didn't work um so you know it's about auditioning yeah is a big thing but also the work I mean it's everything Mm -hmm. and I mean it is a village we want to create a space where you have some sort of community because like I said it's so insular and to know that you can come somewhere every week and there's people that you can go, oh, you know, how's your family? Not mm-hmm. just that. I, we humanize. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing is that we humanize the whole process. And I think that's so important. It's like I said, remember we're humans too. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. I love that. I do too. Yeah. I wish we had another half hour. Can, I ask, don't. can I ask one last yeah, question? Yeah, ask one last question. <laughs> I'll allow it. I just want to, as a before we close, close. Yeah. Um, 
if you had to kind of describe your favorite actor, like what kind of actor would that be? Like how would they show up for their craft and their work? And Your favorite type of actor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone who comes in prepared and makes interesting, strong choices mm-hmm. every time. And you just don't know what you're going to get, but you just want, you can't stop watching them. Mm. I love that. And you can't stop watching them because their choices are so interesting. Yeah. I mean. And they're prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you're taken care of because they're prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Like, they come in, they're like, I got that. I can tell. I got this. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Which brings it back to confidence, which so many people talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes hand in hand. Preparation and confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because the more prepared you are, you're like, I... I feel good about this. Yeah, And you can't always, you have to give yourself some leeway and understand that life happens and Mm -hmm. some days it's not going to be great. I mean, I've gone to casting sessions or teaching and I'm like, whew, I was not in it today. (laughs) I don't know what I was saying. I don't know what I was pulling out of my ass. Some days you're just not on or whatever. And it's okay. Yeah. But I do think that creativity comes from preparation and so often people absolutely it comes from the air and yeah. it's like no you need to yeah put the blocks down and, and it gives it you freedom forth. to be creative yeah, yeah. once you're prepared and, and know all this stuff then you can explore exactly see what a wonderful Speaking teacher of preparation <laughs> and not being prepared i have a question for you that yes. you know um which is uh we always end with asking our guest um for an laism which is something that you have found to be unique about this city Okay. Well, I'm I'm not sure if it's unique to this city. So, if in other okay. cities, however, it's one thing that um, I know that I found out a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. Yellow. Okay, parking in LA sucks. It sucks. It's awful. It's the worst. Okay. <laughs> Yellow loading only spots. Yeah. After six p.m., you're good, and it's free. What? <gasps> Oh I my didn't God. know that. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not Wait, know that. Wait, yellow loading zones, if it's after 6, after PM, 6 p.m., you won't get a ticket. You will not get a ticket. <gasps> I literally not was the white just ones. wondering about this. Don't do the white ones. <laughs> the white ones but are going to yellow. Yellow and loading after Don't six. tell too many other people. Either. I can't believe I'm doing this on your podcast. So all these Because now I am not going to find parking spots. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're going to be waving like, thanks, Jamie. I'm like, mm. We'll have to like create a raffle or something. Only That's really out. good. <laughs> I have lived here for 20 years and did not know that. I didn't either. Yellow, Boom. Yellow, dropped, yellow, yellow, yellow. The mic. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, thank you so much. This yeah, has been thank great. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Jamie. This has been a pleasure. Super helpful to me and I'm sure many others. Yep. Yay. 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 <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Speak LA, the podcast. We want to be able to bring you more episodes like this one, but we can only do that with your support. So please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to Speak LA, the podcast. Seriously, do it. Yeah, go do it. Like go subscribe. <laughs> for more information on Speak LA, go to ispeakla.com. That's ispeakla.com. This episode of Speak LA, the podcast was sponsored by Actors Connection. Actors Connection is a professional development company for actors of all ages and levels with complimentary resources, seminars, masterclasses taught by directors and casting directors, and the best agent showcases in town. For more information about programs in L.A., New York, and Atlanta, go to ActorsConnection.com.
Our sound engineer is the very talented Dan Leonard of HomeVoiceOverStudio.com. My name is Camille Thornton-Alson. And I'm Jen Jostin, and we are the founders of Speak LA. You can find us at ispeakla.com.